Before we get going here, got to talk about our proud partner, Rawlings Canada. For over 130 years, Rawlings has been the most trusted brand in diamond sports. Every Rawlings product is carefully crafted with the finest materials available and assembled, weighed, measured, tested, and inspected for the highest possible level of quality and consistency. I can tell you firsthand how good their product is. The glove I've been wearing since 2014 is Hopi's Rawlings glove that he got in 2000. Think about that. I'm wearing a glove that will be 24 years old this summer. If that doesn't tell you just how good their product is, I don't know what will. Rawlings, check them out wherever you get your ball gear. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. is going on everyone hope y'all had a great weekend and a happy martin luther king jr day to our neighbors to the south welcome to episode 151 of outside the shoot i'm your host randy frame well as you probably heard the ad before i started yapping here we are so happy to be partnering with rawlings canada i'd like to personally thank jason and steph for jumping on board with us here and look forward to working together to promote their awesome brand if you're not already doing so go follow them on instagram the handle there is RawlingsCanada underscore official, and you'll see all the great products you can get through them. As I mentioned in the ad, I'm legit still using Hopi's glove that is 24 years old. It's the best feeling mitt I've ever had on my hand. Seriously, I'm not lying. <laughs> Go check them out. Now on to this week's guest, and we sat down and chatted with the University of Minnesota alum, member of the Smash It Sport Vipers of the WPF, and current assistant coach at the University of North Florida, the one and only Amber Pfizer. What a career Amber has had to date, and she hopes to be still going strong here in 2024. She was an All-American pitcher at Minnesota from 2017 to 2021, where she completed her career with a 1.70 ERA and a 98-35 record while striking out 953 batters over five seasons. That's just awesome. Amber was named the 2019 Big Ten Pitcher of the Year while earning first-team All-American honors and being listed among USA Softball's Top 25 Player of the Year list. She led Minnesota to its first Women's College World Series in the NCAA era while pitching every inning of the regionals and super regionals. What an accomplishment that was, and we talk about that on, the, on this episode. We're going to talk to Amber about getting her start in the game in her home state of Iowa, the journey to Minnesota, of course, that fantastic 2019 season, her time at Athletes Unlimited, her time with the Vipers, and much, much more. Amber was an absolute pleasure to chat with, and I can't wait to see how she and the Ospreys do this season down in North Florida, as well as, you know, whatever Amber decides to bring to the table for the future, we'll definitely be rooting for her from up here in Canada. So with that being said, this is Outside the Shoot, and as our boy class says, anything goes. I got the world in my palm, lights, camera, action, it's on. What I'm feeling Ain't never felt this freedom I got the world in my palm Like camera action and song Ain't never felt this freedom Could you, could you say that anything goes happy to have on with us today 2019 big 10 pitcher of the year and ncaa first team all-american minnesota golden gopher alum she was a member of the smash it sports vipers of the wpf and is currently serving as an assistant coach at the university of north florida the one and only amber pfizer amber thanks so much for coming on the podcast yeah thanks for having me how's things going down in jacksonville fla this evening um, it's going awesome. Um, you know, I really can't complain. I love Florida. I get to see the palm trees all the time, 20 minutes from the beach. Um, it's not really a hard life here. Yeah, um, I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah. It's actually been a lot colder though than, um, I was expecting, but I mean, still it's not the snowstorm that they're having at home right now. In yeah, Iowa. really? Yeah. Yeah. You definitely take the, uh, what, what is it down there right now? 50. 60, 59 around um, Yeah, around 50s or 60s. Yeah, I think that's way better than, uh, you know, anything that remotely comes close to having snow, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Dad's been outside um, snow blowing and shoveling for like two and a half hours every day. Oh, so wow. I just missed a snowstorm. <laughs> so how were the holidays? 
Did you get back home? Um, they were good. I got to go home for a few weeks nice. and got to spend as much time with family. So it was much needed. Uh, so is it a, you know, big holidays at the Pfizer household or is it, you know, pretty low key? Um, yeah, my uh, dad's birthday is actually Christmas Day. So we um, spend a lot of time with our family on Christmas Eve and that's when we celebrate Christmas. And then we come back um, to grandma's house again on Christmas day and have a birthday, like dinner for him and everything. Nice. So we kind of split it up a little bit. Nice. So did, did he miss out on a lot of presents growing up or is that just, a- <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly, I'm not sure. They kind of blend together, I guess, but one Christmas they wrapped it halfway in, um, Christmas paper and then one of them halfway in, uh, birthday paper. So, <laughs> Oh, that's smart. That's good. Yeah. Good way to do it. Good way to do it. So mm-hmm. I, so you guys, gearing up for the season now. I see you got you guys are hosting the River City leadoff there, opening up against Fordham and Southern Miss on open day. Team mm-hmm. must team must be getting amped up now, are they? Oh yeah, we had our team meeting today. Um, we'll start practices on Monday, and we're really looking forward to it. Um, I know the girls are really eager to be back and chomping at the bit to get season going. I know January always seems like such a long month just because you oh, have so much like yeah. leading up to that first game. Like you know, you just want to get out there on the field and get going. Yeah. Now, are you primarily dealing with the pitchers? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I'm I'm the pitching coach, so I got okay. five pitchers I'm working with. Nice. How are they, how are they looking? Um, they're doing good. Um, I think I was really happy with how they ended this fall, and um, if they keep up with how they've been doing, I I'm really excited to see what they do this year. That's awesome. That's awesome. So we have a little thing that we like to start the podcast off with. Um, mm-hmm. Call it quick pitches. I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna throw with some random questions to you. And okay. you answer them as best you can. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. First one. I always start off with this one. Uh, if you had to live off one meal for a week, what is it? Oh, my gosh. People are going to laugh. I would say potatoes. I freaking love potatoes. They're my favorite food. <laughs> um, you can have them so many different ways, you know, but I love potatoes. Typical Iowa answer. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite uniform color combination with the Golden Gophers? Mm, all maroon. That yeah. was always my favorite. All maroon. Yeah, that's a solid one. Uh, go-to show to binge watch? Um, Probably Vampire Diaries. Huh. I've never watched it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've watched it through on Netflix too many times. <laughs> uh, is there one song in the world that you'd never get sick of? Oh, that's a hard one. Bless the Broken like... Road, probably. That's my favorite song. Okay. By Rascal Flatts. Yeah. Uh, you're trapped on a deserted island. What are three things you definitely need? Oh, my God. I always ask this question, and I always just never know what to say. Oh. Um, water, yeah. obviously. Because I'm going to guess it's salt water around me. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, mm, a knife. And maybe, oh my gosh, I can't think of a third one, like a blanket or something. All right. What about a boat? I mean, that would be nice to get away, <laughs> to get off the but island. I thought I'm stranded. <laughs> I wouldn't, I'm stranded. Well, I always throw that in there. You uh, probably don't have enough gas to get back yeah, somewhere. Yeah, true. Well, chop a tree down and make rows, 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 <laughs> oars, rows. <laughs> you yeah, row with the oars. I know what you meant. <laughs> uh, favorite uniform color combination with the Vipers? Um, all purple. Really? I like, yeah. the, I like those baby uh, blues. The pinstripes though. I do love the pinstripes yeah. with purple. Those are solid. Those baby blues mm-hmm. though. I don't know what it is. I just, oh, they're pretty sweet. Really? Yeah. Love them. Yeah. Uh, this one, I, this one usually stumps a lot of people. If you could have dinner with three people dead or alive, who are they? Oh my, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's a hard one. I would say we'll go Jenny Finch just because I've actually never met her. Oh, I've always wanted to. I've always wanted to. Um, I'm trying to think of like celebrities or something. It can be anybody. I know. That's crazy. This one's too hard for me. I'm not going to lie. I can't. There's just so many people out there. (laughs) Well, be a good dinner, just you and Jenny Finch, though. I mean, I mean, yeah, can't go wrong there. <laughs> no, no. We'll pass on that now. Last one here. On a scale of one to ten, rate your karaoke skills. Oh my gosh, 
I'm not a singer. <laughs> you give me the right song though. It's not too bad, but I'd still give myself like a five. I don't know. That's, that's solid though, but it's all about how you perform it though. So if you can, you know, put something into it, probably added a couple more points, right? <laughs> <laughs> my teammate, my old roommate at Minnesota, they uh, loved karaoke nights. She oh, really? always took the mic and uh, she sang away. Yeah. Oh, she loved it. <laughs> that's, that, that's a great team builder though, right? Oh yeah. Get everybody out. I and... just sat back and let them have their moment. So <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Let's get on to your career. Uh, All righty. Tell us how little Amber got her start in the game. Um, At Minnesota or just nope, as a kid? As a kid. Oh, well, both my parents played um, growing up. I didn't get to watch my mom just because she stopped playing. Um, but I was always, I always grew up at the ballpark watching my dad go play. It almost seemed like every single night um, and he played slow pitch. So um, that's kind of how I grew up and I started young. I started, I think, seven or eight years old. Right on. Tried, tried out for a 10U team. I tried about every position. I actually caught first. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Realized I hated it really yeah, quick. really, though. Um, but that was the best option we had because I was the only one that could throw it down to second base. <laughs> <laughs> and my, my aunt made me back in the day, so I caught. But then I started pitching the next year, and I stuck with it ever since, and since then, I always played up. So mm -hmm. at 13, 14 years old, I was also playing 18U. I played 14U for a while, 16U for a while, and then I always just played up. Oh. So um, I was playing a lot of games, traveling across the country a lot, played nice. against or played for a few different teams, but um, travel ball was a lot of fun. That's for sure. Right on. So love for it right away or did it? Oh, yeah, know, absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. like it was in my blood. Both my parents. My dad would catch me all the time. I used to throw 100 pitches every single day. No matter what the weather was like outside, I'd find a way to get into the gym, go out to the field, find a random area, and we'd go throw 100 pitches every single day. Awesome. Awesome. So, so. Did, did you play any other sports growing up? Yeah, I tried everything. <laughs> um, keyword tried. Yeah. I lost a lot of interest quickly in soccer. That was too much running that I just did not enjoy. <laughs> I was, I was com content being goalie or goalkeeper, but... Yeah. Um, didn't love that. Didn't love basketball. Um, I got too aggressive with basketball. I fouled out quite a bit, not, not completely out of the game, but I had a lot of fouls. Yeah. Uh. Um, and then my parents put me in Taekwondo middle school around middle school. Um, and I absolutely loved that. So Great. I did do Taekwondo for a few years and, um, that helped me become a lot of the pitcher that I was just because it helped me in so many more ways than I ever expected. I was going to ask you about that. You're second degree, aren't you? Black belt? Yep. Second degree black belt. That's crazy. So how, yeah. how, how long did that take? So um, you have a few months in between each belt that you can get. It took me about a year and a half, two years to get my my recommended black belt. So that's there's you have a recommended black belt. Once you get that, like let's say you would stop going to Taekwondo mm -hmm. and you came back uh, like a year later or something, you'd have to start over at white belt. So in order to wow. solidify your black belt, you have to become a first degree black belt. Wow. So once you get your recommended, you have to wait six months to test for your first degree. Um, and so I did that. And then to get your second degree, you'd have to have your first degree for a year. So every time you go up a belt, it adds on the amount of time in between until you can get another one. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Now you said, you said that helped you quite a bit. How, how so? I mean, it, my Taekwondo instructor, he, um, his name was master Bruce recently. We actually just lost him. Um, oh, sorry to hear new that. year's new. Yeah. New year's Eve. Um, he lost his battle with ALS. <sighs> um, but he was always there for me. I mean, like there was times where when I got my first degree, I came back during the summers just to work one-on-one -on -one with him to kind of like get myself back into it. Cause it helped me a lot with pitching. And I mean, he taught me like integrity, perseverance, self-control, which are some of the core aspects of what Taekwondo stands for. And it just brought out a different side of me that I never knew that I had. It kind of, um, helped with my, mentality and mm -hmm. you know that grit that i have um and yeah he just he made a big impact for sure that's awesome that's awesome so. um so where in, where in iowa did you grow up at 
Um, I'm from like a suburb of Cedar Rapids around Marion. That close to Davenport at all? Um, about hour, hour and a half. Oh, okay. I've been to Davenport. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I actually lost my passport in Davenport. Oh, Fun no. fact. <laughs> I was at the ISC That's Worlds. I was at the ISC Worlds and like... I lost my passport. And I I, I, I oh, didn't no. I didn't realize till I was on my way to the airport to fly out. Of course. And I That's always when you notice. Yeah. So I had to go back to the hotel and told luckily one of my roommates on my ball team was a lawyer. So yes. he was able to, I got my birth certificate sent faxed to me to the hotel by my parents. He notarized it and then I went to the airport and was the, oh it was a, I was there for an extra 2 days but eh. I was say that seems like a stressful um travel experience. Oh it was. I blame that riverboat casino that's there so. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> anyway. That's funny. Uh, uh so who did you play travel ball in high school with? Um travel ball I played for the Eastern Iowa Barracudas. The smaller like the team when I was little was the Cedar Rapids Blue Devils. Mm-hmm. And then it became the Eastern Iowa Barracudas. Um, I subbed one tournament for the national tournament um, in the Quad Cities for the Firebirds. But that was just one. And then I subbed and played a few tournaments with the Chicago Bandits. Oh, nice. Nice. And then high school, I went to Benton Community. Okay. Any uh, any big memories stick out from, from those days? Yeah. Um, 2015, we were runners-up at State. And then 2019, or not 2019... 2016, we won the state championship. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's talk about that recruiting process. What? Uh, what led to the decision to attend Minnesota? Um, you know, I they were one of the first coaches to ever find interest in me, and once I was, you know, talking to them and everything, they just I thought they were amazing people. Um, coach Allister, Coach Merchant were there at the time, and then obviously Coach Ritter, who stuck with me throughout my career. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I got along really well with them and they care a lot about your family and where you come from and who you are as a person. And so I know that no matter what, like, obviously they're going to take care of me with softball, but anything else, like they're still going to be there for you. And, you know, I don't have my parents there with me every day. So just knowing that I have that type of relationship with my coaches, um, it just meant a lot to me. So then I got obviously on campus and, really happy with the decision that I made because I absolutely loved it. So, yeah. Did, did you have that aha moment when you're like, yep, this is it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Every, I pretty much all the girls I've talked to on here that they, they said, you know, we've had that, <laughs> they had that yeah. aha moment. Yeah. They always say when you know, you know, and yeah. that's exactly what happened. Did you visit any other schools? schools? Um, I did visit Northwestern. Yes. Oh, okay. But I just, it's like I said, when I knew, I knew. Yeah. It's the feeling. It's the feeling. Mm-hmm. So what what was campus life like there? Um. Well, have you ever been to Minnesota? Mm, I passed through it. <laughs> <laughs> so, it. Well, the campus, um, they have like mainly where all the restaurants and stuff like that are. It's called Dinky Town. It's like a little small town. You got your grocery store, um, a whole bunch of different local restaurants. And um, that's where the main part of campus is, is like around that area and you got our, your sports obviously all together. Um, and then you basically, no matter where you're at in campus, you can, the bridge is what crosses or can, separates you between campus and downtown. So you always have that view of downtown and it's just absolutely gorgeous. Oh, wow. So that's, that's another part that I loved. I always felt like I was just looking at a picture. So nice, nice. My yeah. actually, actually my next door neighbor growing up, uh, he attended, he went to university of Minnesota, for hockey mm-hmm. so oh nice yeah. they're always really good at hockey oh yeah of course they are it's minnesota mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely um so one thing i like asking everybody that you know played college is do you remember your very first game my very first game i remember my very first fall game ever that i ever pitched in yeah <laughs> oh, i meant your february game <laughs> My my favorite? Your no, your February one. You know, the start of the actual season. Oh yeah, no, I um actually yes, that was in Texas. I think. You, yeah, I know was, you. I know against, you played Maryland, and you got you got the win. Oh, that's right. February. I would 10th. say I knew it was at Texas because my dad came down and surprised me for our first tournament. Oh, nice. And I know I didn't I didn't pitch against Texas, but I couldn't remember who I pitched against. Yeah, I think you you guys played Texas the second game. You, you opened up against Maryland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. One and two thirds in, you had two strikeouts. So yeah, there you go. Wow, big win. 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. How is it? So, I mean, that must've been pretty relieving, you know, getting that first appearance out of the way. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm, I was a nervous wreck, you know, but that's what you're made for is those type of moments. That's oh, what I've been looking for my whole life. Absolutely. So, I mean, it, obviously it helped because I mean, that season you went 14 and 0 with a 1.68 ERA. What, mm-hmm. what was the biggest thing that you took away from that freshman season? Um, I would just say learning a lot from Sarah, who was a senior and um, coach Ritter, especially just because Sarah was really good at just going out there and, you know, you show up for what you got for that game because she threw a lot of the games. And so when you're in that number one role, it's just like a different type of toll on your body. Um, but obviously I tried helping her out and the team out as much as I possibly could. But um, what one thing I really, really learned from Sarah was just how to go out there and be fearless, like trust the stuff that you have and all of the the practices and stuff that you had. Like Coach Ritter would always reiterate that as well. Just trust your stuff. Your stuff's better than their stuff. So Every single year after that, I mean, I constantly reminded myself of it. And Coach Ritter said it before every single game. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of an eye-opening moment, just watching and learning from her and then also having Coach Ritter there all the time. I mean, obviously, she turned me into – or helped turn me into, the, like, the pitcher that I was. So all right. Now, when you say Sarah, obviously, you're talking about my fellow Canadian, Sarah Grunewigan. Yes. <laughs> uh, man, what a career she's – head so far and i mean mm-hmm. and what she went through you know what i mm-hmm. mean like with her diabetes and everything like holy cow mm-hmm. she's like that what a story she has to tell <laughs> absolutely yeah. yeah it's crazy what that girl's been through oh, but she's unreal. a strong one yep big time big time so i mean that, no better to look up to as a freshman than you know sarah for sure right for sure. yeah um what was i gonna ask you uh, now I'm, oh i gotta ask about uh march 30th 2018 against illinois Mm-hmm. Do you remember that game? I do. First no hitter. Yeah. How awesome was that? It was the double header, right? Yep. At home. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I do remember that. 10 Ks, <laughs> one walk, one hit by pitch. I mean. Ah, and I threw um, most of the second game as well. Did you? Yeah, Jeez, I did. Long day. I mean, it's no. Just kept on going. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's no 2019 run there with the regionals and supers, but uh, hey, it's a, uh, it's, hey, it's, you're, it's still a day. Um, So right. that, that no hitter, I mean, that must've been, you know, such a thrill for you. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I threw a few of them in college and, or not college, high school, but when you throw them in college, it's just different. Like, Illinois has always been known as a scrappy team and they were always one of the toughest people that we played just because the amount, like it didn't matter who they were playing. Like they had determination and you could be up five Oh against them. And you knew that they like, no matter what inning it was, like they were always still in the game. So for them, like playing against them is just, I know I couldn't, you know, put the brakes on at any moment. I just had to keep attacking Mm -hmm. and keep, keep in control. And, um, one pitch at a time. I like to always say, yeah. So are when you when you you've thrown a few no hitters, like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a pitcher as well. Um, do you like? I find if I'm throwing a no hitter, I don't mm-hmm. realize I'm actually throwing a no hitter mm-hmm. until it's late in the game. Are, are you the same way? Yeah. It, if anything, it'll be like the fifth or sixth inning. A lot of times, I still won't even realize it then. Mm. Um, I've thrown a few perfect games, and that's the same as well. Like. If I hear anyone talk about it, I'll be so I know. Mad. You shut you, you shut your mouth right now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just a picture thing, right? It's just a different type of zone that you get into. It is. It really is. Yeah. It's awesome. It's fun to be in that zone though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it's honestly undescribable. Like I wish I could explain it to other people, but it's just something it's you gotta experience yourself. Yep, one hundred percent. Now, twenty nineteen, big year. You guys mm-hmm. make it to the Women's College World Series, first ever in Gophers history. Walk us through that run. Because, I mean, that it started at regionals. And I said, I mean, you pitched every inning in regionals and supers. Because, uh, mm-hmm. obviously, that must be one of those memories that will never be forgotten. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I mean, that year, everyone calls it a Cinderella story. There's so many different things that happened that year that were just like, would give you goosebumps. I mean everything that just fell into place and the, that the way our team culture was that year was just undeniable. I mean, that team was something that's always going to mean everything to me. And every single one of us had each other's backs, whether it was on or off the field. I know that I could call every single one of them up today and they we'd still be there for each other. So it's very, 
rare to find those types of teams that have that strong of team culture. Um, and once you're a part of it, I mean, it's truly something that everyone should experience, but I mean, it's just leading up to it. You mean like we had our conference tournament, which we didn't win actually. But, oh, that's right too. You didn't. Yeah. Yeah. No, we didn't win. The that's Big crazy to think of. <laughs> yeah. But we know like, you know, like, we knew that we still had a good chance of where we're going to go for regionals. We never knew that we didn't think that we would necessarily host regionals just because I remember the controversy of oh. <laughs> my freshman year, we were number one in the country and we, we had to get sent to Alabama. So we just like, we knew that we were highly ranked that season, but we weren't expecting necessarily to get placed so high right? Um, in the, thing but that selection thing that selection thing still i have no idea what it's about but yeah, it, it just know. throws me right off the selection show i'm always so nervous with because you truly don't know what's gonna <laughs> no, happen no you don't <laughs> <laughs> but they announced us seven on the selection show and i remember we're all at buffalo wild wings and we had the biggest reaction i mean <laughs> it was it was an amazing moment so we all looked at each other and we saw that you had georgia ndsu and i think it was drake right uh, yep i think yep um and played ndsu made it past them that was a tough game and then we played georgia obviously sec team always going to be a tough game um made it past them and once we walked it off i mean we all looked at each other and we just got chills because we that's the moment like that we knew that we had a chance like we could do it and so then we LSU comes to us the next weekend and <laughs> us being from Minnesota, it was a little cold. So we're like, you know what? We're going to use this to our advantage. Yeah, really? Freezing. Even yeah. though it was like 70 degrees. <laughs> yeah, but to <laughs> them, that's like, like cold. 60. <laughs> yeah. Felt great to us, obviously. Um, but then having our entire stadium sell out within like less than five minutes, just the amount of support that we had um, and how many teams like, on the campus that were supporting us, travel teams, schools, family members, people across the country. I mean, that's just when you realize it's so much more than just yourself and your university that you're representing. And so um, we did a lot of team stuff that week leading up to it and went in and, you know, beat LSU and had a good celebration and went to the World Series. Now, were you like those whole regionals and supers, like, were you told like, you're getting the ball like it's it's all it's all on you or was it just after that um, first game it was just a roll and just kept going with it not necessarily i just knew in my head that i was going to do whatever it took to get us there right i mean if they wanted to put sid in i was had 100 confidence like she would have been able to do it too but did i want the ball absolutely right so yeah. i was going to do everything i could to make sure that we were going to chase our dreams yeah. that year and as a pitcher i mean especially you know high caliber you want the ball like that's the men Absolutely. mentality you have to have to be a good pitcher mm -hmm. yeah. exactly so you guys get there you get to okc open up against ucla what mm -hmm. was like how were the nerves going into that one well, and everyone kept asking me, like, how nervous are you? How nervous are you? Like, as I'm warming up, and I'm like, I'm literally just warming up to play a game. Like, I don't know why everyone keeps asking me this. Nice. I'm just like, what is going on? Why is everyone asking me? And then I remember walking into the stadium and Sid's standing next to me as we're walking from the bullpen to the dugouts. And she's like, are you ready? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, this is a moment we've been waiting for all year. And so I said, I'm not nervous. The one time I always get nervous for every game is when we're doing our announcements, like our lineups, and then the national anthem. Oh, okay. And so, obviously, I always feel the nerves then. But then I go out there and I throw my warm-up pitches and I'm fine. Well, then the first batter, I, like, throw three or three balls in a row and I can't find the zone. And I'm like, <laughs> I guess I'm a little nervous, more nervous than I thought I was. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the, the first batter does not go great off me. But um, Bubba Nichols hit a home run. <laughs> well... And I'm just like, she's done that a lot to a lot of people. My teammates came up to me and I'm like, guys, the worst part's over. I literally told myself, welcome to the World Series. The worst is over. We can move on now. <laughs> yeah, really, though. I mean, uh, that's that's what I told myself. And then I was I was focused right back in. So, nice. yeah, I mean, UCLA, man, they're. Yeah, they powerhouse. won it that year. They yeah. were they were unstoppable. They were so good. And then then you had to face Washington next game and 
you know, I mean, Gabby Plains on the on the mound yep. and they have assists and again another stack team. I mean, when you Absolutely. get to, when you get to the women's college world series, it's you know, you have to play your best if you want to win. A hundred percent. And it's just a different level. Like everyone obviously respects everyone, but like when you're the last eight teams there, like it's just a different type of feeling, you know. So what was the atmosphere like there? Cause I mean, um, obviously it very hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember just having only the fans in the dugouts try and cool you off, but they were just blowing hot air at you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was really, really cool to look up in the crowd and, you know, see our Minnesota section that had traveled to watch us play and just that stadium, which that was the last year before they did the upgrades to the stadium. So oh, with the upper decks, that's um, right too. That's mm-hmm. right too. Yeah. Now so I haven't been yeah. obviously in the new stadium, but that was the last year for the old one. And it was cool. I mean, you look out, you see all the stands completely covered head to toe, not head to toe, but top to bottom, <laughs> um, in the outfield and everywhere around you, it's a loud atmosphere, but it's something that like you, you've dreamt about your whole life mm-hmm. and step on that field and you're like, this is it. This is what we've worked for. Yeah. Now I honestly think that they could put, you know what, they could wrap that upper deck right around and they would fill it. I honestly think that. Yeah, no, it's, it's gotten so big. It has. It's. I absolutely crazy. love it. Yeah, it's awesome. Let's jump to that 2020 season that got mm-hmm. shut down. I mean, how tough was that? You know, considering it was your senior season and it was unknown for a bit there that you 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 may have thought you played your last game, right? Yeah, I mean, it was really hard. I mean, we were playing actually out in Hawaii. Um, that was where our spring break was, and um, I remember we played Hawaii. I think the night before, and then. We went to breakfast and our coach had like mentioned to us like, Hey, other, I think the Ivy leagues had already canceled their season. And that was about the only season, the only um, place that had like canceled at the time. And they just said like, be aware, we don't know what's going to happen. And so we went to breakfast across the street and we ordered like pancakes and stuff, which I still to this day, I can't believe we were allowed to order that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, that's just like out of the ordinary. Um, And so then our coaches, like we had just gotten our food, but our coaches pulled us into the other room and then they shared the news with us. And I took it really hard. I mean, my teammates came over and like, we all just kind of like leaned on each other. But the worst part was, is after we were all upset and everything, we went back and all the pancakes and stuff were taken away. Oh (laughs) no. We couldn't even double whammy. Like, come on. I know. (laughs) But um, yeah, we kind of hung out as a team around the pool and stuff the rest of the day on the beach and everything. And we didn't know what was going to happen, but we talked about like, if we were to somehow have a chance to come back, like what we do it. And I said, without a doubt, like, I don't even know why you're asking me that question, mm-hmm. to be honest. <laughs> so I knew that I was going to do whatever I could to try and, you know, make sure it wasn't over yet. And I wanted to end on a good note, things like that. So, so how great was it getting more that you'd, you'd be able to come back once you got that official word? Oh, I was so happy. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Um, it's just like, it, it's out of everyone's control. Like no one can really control like what happened, obviously. So just being able to, you know, be given that second chance and, and stuff, it just really meant a lot. So did you, that last year, did you soak it in a lot more? Um, it was hard. Yeah. I mean, yes, I was thankful to be there obviously, but with all the restrictions and, um, I don't even know how to describe everything that we had to go through. It was just honestly oh, miserable. Right. Testing. Yeah. It, it was miserable. Um, but ultimately like, was I happy to have the teammates that I had? Yes. Yeah. And have the opportunity? Yes. Would I ever want to live like that again? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> absolutely not. No one would. No, no one would. Definitely not. Um, so, I mean, aside from the women's college world series parents, you're no hitters. What are some of the other things that stick out from your time? You know, whether it's on or off the field at Minnesota. Um, I think just spending as much time as we did as a team, like outside of softball, um, I thought we were really, really good. Obviously I talk about the team culture a lot, just, you know, always being with each other, whether it's going out to get dinner, um, hanging out on the weekend, going to sporting events, supporting our other teams at Minnesota, things like that. Like, I think that we had a very, very strong connection and the bus rides even like, yeah, they were long, but we always found a time to, you know, make the most of it. And have fun. It's always just a great way to, you know, improve those type of connections, those personal connections you have with one another. Um, so 
I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I remember outside of softball, but yeah, those are memories that'll last forever. Yeah. And I mean, having those connections, especially, you know, with your teammates, it translates on the field, right? Mm-hmm. Having that team, Absolutely. having that team chemistry is so huge. I say, I say mm-hmm. it on here all the time. And I mean, you could have the most talent in the world, but I mean, if you have even a shred of talent, but have team chemistry, it, mm-hmm. a lot of times you can beat those top teams because of that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's, it's just having that different level of trust with your players on the field. Right. Like, it's just, we always just said, like, make sure your names, your teammates' name is safe and out of your mouth. Like, yep. never talk about people or teammates to other people, like, in, obviously in a bad way or anything like that. Like, we all had so much confidence in one another that, like I said, we had each other's backs no matter what, whether it was on or off the field, you know, nothing could break us apart. And so with having that personal connection, it was just that much easier to bring that on the field. Right. Yeah. It makes sense. So is that something that you guys are preaching at uh, North Florida? Um, Absolutely. We just had a lot of talk about team culture and stuff today. So like I said, it it goes, it definitely goes a long way. Um, Then you go on to, Played athletes unlimited following your time at Minnesota. How uh, how did you enjoy your time there? Um, it was really good. Um, yeah, it was it was a fun experience. I kind of felt like I was fangirling for a while because I, <laughs> I played with so many people that I had like looked up to or just followed throughout my um, college career, and just to like know that I get to play with different players every single week, I thought was a really really special experience, and um, it's something I was very thankful for. Absolutely. Did you get to play with Sam Fisher? Yes, I oh, did. She's one Sam. of the funniest people I've ever met. I absolutely love Sam. <laughs> she's amazing. Uh, had her on the podcast and uh, she's just the best. I love Sam. She well, is such a good person. Oh, Samu. Um, so how big of an adjustment was it, you know, stepping in, stepping up into the pro game? Um, I, I mean, obviously there's little things that are different about pro, but it's just obviously, you know, your 60 players that are the only players in the entire country that get a moment to play in the, the pro level at that mo- at that time. Yeah. And so it's just you have a different type of appreciation. Um, you have a different level of respect of everyone because everyone is so incredibly good. Um, you know, the fact that I was playing with like 20 something Olympians was just insane. <laughs> True. Um, it's just I absorbed every bit of information that I could. I tried learning from the other pitchers like. It's, it was an amazing experience. And so, um, I had a lot of fun with it. I was, I made the most out of any situation that I was thrown in. Um, you know, just, it was a lot of fun. I mean, the whole draft thing every week is pretty cool. Cause I mean, you get, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the big thing. You get to really play with almost everybody there and, you know, get those connections with, you know, all the players there really. Mm -hmm. And I mean, Mm -hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it was like still COVID. Sorry, this chair is squeaky that I'm sitting in. Um, It was during COVID and stuff too. So, I mean, there was, it was a little difficult. We still had restrictions and everything like that. So that part was sucked. But um, other than that, I mean, it it was a lot of fun. We would have that draft and then we'd have like two or three, three days. I think it was to practice as a team. And then um, we played obviously three games that weekend. So, right. Yeah. yeah, it was really, really cool. Yeah, no, different, you know, different when you're trying to score points. I mean, it's totally... Right, it's, it's a different mindset. Yeah, I was going to sure. ask, I was going to ask, is, is, it, is it a different mindset, especially as a pitcher? Um. Yes and no. I mean... You're still like, playing the I, game. <laughs> right, like you're still playing the game and then obviously points go in your favor. Some people might be more point-oriented than others, but it's just ultimately like as a team individually yes like you're trying to do the best you can for your own points but as a team you're also trying to win every inning so you get more points as a as every team member and then same with like winning the game and then you get points as a team so that helps you out right but then also there's mvps so that's where your individual performance comes in so right yeah it's uh i mean they're thriving they're doing good at yeah, athletes unlimited absolutely. for sure and it's it's fun to watch i definitely love mm-hmm. it um Let's go to the Vipers here. How, how'd that all take place? How'd that uh, all transpire? Yeah. So, um, last year was the first inaugural season. Um, and then it was just pride and us Vipers that played. Um, we traveled a little bit across the country and that was a cool experience. I mean, we've got to play in the league of their own field in Indiana. So that was, um, it was really cool. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I actually yeah. didn't know that. So that's, crazy. that's a really cool, like historic place to play in. Yeah, Very really. thankful for that. That's awesome. Um, and so then this last season we added the Oklahoma spark and then the Texas smoke. And so it was good to just have a few other teams within the league, you know, break it up and pride and us aren't playing 30 plus times, 20 plus times. <laughs> yeah. Really? Um, you get <laughs> to switch could, it up a little bit. That could get pretty monotonous. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. But I mean, ultimately it was fun. You still get to play the game. It's more traditional, obviously it's traditional softball. It's not like a point system, like athletes unlimited, but mm. You know, you still, obviously it was a lot of fun. You're surrounded by your teammates all summer, um, traveling and playing these different teams, but. Yeah. So I, you, the first year that Jocelyn Allo joined you guys, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that must've, you know, pretty big ad for the team. <laughs> Absolutely. She brought a, quite a few crowds. I bet. I bet. <laughs> yeah. It was cool playing with her. Just someone that I actually never faced Oklahoma in my career and not, I haven't never faced Jocelyn, mm. but, um just having her on my team was just absolutely amazing. She's such a good person and she's a cool person to be around. Um, just her perspective on things and everything like that, but much respect for her. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what's the future hold? What's, what's the future hold? I don't know. I I hope I'm not done playing. I want to play for as long as my body allows me. I don't, I don't blame you. Trust me. You you definitely um, want to keep playing. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, I don't know who, um, I'll be playing for this summer. It's still up in the air and, trying to figure all that out. Um, I know things will open up more after February for yeah. me to try and figure things out. Um, but right now is the unknown. I'm hoping to play this summer. And my focus mainly right now is on UNF and having the best season that I can with them. And hopefully, you know, taking us to the conference championship, winning the conference. Um, so I'm really excited to see what this team does this year. I think it's a special group that we have and, you know, I can't wait to, to shock everyone. Awesome. I can't, I can't wait to see it. Um, <laughs> before we move on to our last, you know, segment that we do on the podcast mm-hmm. here, I got to ask about your fan Harper. Yeah. How cool is it, you know, to think you have made such a big impression on someone's life? I mean, it's, it's an amazing feeling. Um, I know I call her my mini me. <laughs> <laughs> so where's Harper from? She's from Can- like Kansas. Oh, okay. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, she, they've traveled to a few games. They traveled a few hours to go to obviously Mizzou. Um, but just being able to have them there and the support that she has. I remember like, I didn't know who she was at first, but I kept hearing the little girl, like say my name and cheer me on during the game. And then afterward she came down and I mean, I think she had my Jersey on, she had her hair done the same way as me. And then that's just when I like, you know, like realized like, wow, she's a big fan and she's the most adorable thing that I've ever seen <laughs> and her mom actually stayed in touch with me here and there throughout the seasons and everything. So That's awesome. I was able to, you know, provide for them like yep. tickets and stuff. I'm like, the least I can do is like get you guys on my pass list to get into the game. Absolutely. So, That's awesome. Um, yeah. And then they actually came to Mizzou and so now they're asking about North Florida. I was going to say, I was going to say it's, you know, yeah, they're going to get down so. to the sunny weather. But yeah. And I mean, like, that's just kind of a constant reminder of like why I play the game. You know, mm-hmm. that's something that everyone wants. And we all have someone that we looked up to someday. So now that you're in that role and you have someone looking up to you just means the absolute world. So you want to make sure that you're not only doing your best individually for yourself, but you're doing your best and being the best person you can to set a good example and show those little girls like what's what's important and you know, why you do the things that you do. Like they are our reason. So absolutely. let's keep this going. Absolutely. 100%. So thing we end the podcast with called player association. I'm going okay. to throw out some names to you. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to know them. If you have a story about them, let it fly. If not just, you know, touch on them and what they meant to you. Okay. First one, McKenna Partain. Oh, so McKenna and I, um, we were like best friends my freshman year. Um, we were pretty inseparable. We'd always have, um, just our, like, I would say Qdoba dates. We'd always end up going to go Qdoba or whatnot, but, um, yeah, Ken and I had a really, really good relationship and she actually, my grandma absolutely loved her. And every once in a while, McKenna loved these certain cookies and my grandma always asked her about her. And, um, if I can, 
or my grandma can will always send her like her favorite cookies. But my grandma also makes cross stitch like Christmas stockings and they're really like special. So my grandma wanted to make sure for her senior year, um, she made her one that says McKenna on it. And then also a mini one that was kind of matching for her, um, new dog at the time. Oh, nice. So yeah. Great. That's great. Uh, next up friend of the show, autumn peace. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. Autumn. She's probably the most unique human you will ever meet. (laughs) She's such a weirdo, but like in the best way possible. I think she makes herself laugh pretty much (laughs) all the time. (laughs) Um, Autumn and I had a really, really good relationship. I mean, her and I were very close throughout my time there. Her and I are still close, uh, bigger supporters of each other and everything like that. Like, I'm very thankful to have her um, as the type of friend that I do. She's probably one of my best friends still. So absolutely love her. Awesome. Uh, Next up, Alyssa Denham. Alyssa Denham. Gosh. Great friend um, during Athletes Unlimited. Um, Obviously, I never knew who I was going to become close with, but just playing against her uh, when she was at Arizona and then having her as a teammate and as a friend at Athletes Unlimited, thats she's part of the reason why I enjoyed so much time being there. Um, Such a good perspective on life and just the way she looked at things. She Mm -hmm. was a lot of fun and um, a very, very kind human. Yeah, she's killing athletes unlimited the last couple oh years yeah for sure. she is going off i'm so proud of her <laughs> yeah. uh next up ashley rogers ashley rogers <laughs> um i was very very happy that she came to join us in the vipers this year um her and i became really close toward the end of the season especially um i just wanted to pick her brain because obviously she's one of the best pitchers and you know college softball and one of the best pitchers Tennessee's had in a long time. So, um, I just wanted to pick her brain on softball. And a lot of times during bullpens, we would watch each other and either ask each other's questions or critique each other, like just trying to learn from one another. Um, and that we, on 4th of July, we actually went to, uh, Kelsey Bennett's house or Lake house in Georgia. And so us three hung out for the 4th of July and that was just a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I still stay in touch with Ashley and she just won the NCAA um, top 10. So I couldn't be more proud of her. Great human. And I can't wait. She's going to be a doctor. She's doing it all. I can't Holy wait to cow. see the that she has. Yeah. She's an amazing person. Awesome. Two more here. Uh, all right. Annie Willis. Annie Willis. <laughs> Annie. Um, yeah. Her and I have, uh, were roommates this summer. Um, I hate that, you know, she got injured this season, but great person too. Um, it's crazy because, you know, at, at Mizzou, when we played at, um, Mississippi state, she had thrown and I'm like, who is this girl? Like, she's good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then I saw that she got drafted to my team. I like, I was excited because like, I didn't know her, but I had recognized her and I'm like, this could be good. And then first time I met her, um, she's just, she's such a sweet person. Um, comes from a good family. Um, I, I just can't speak highly enough of Annie. She's awesome. Awesome. Last one here. Miss Jessica Puck. Jesse Puck. <laughs> uh, the childhood lifelong friends. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Her and I started in blue doubles. Like wow. we started and you, um, I think there was one time where she was catching the one of the first times I ever met her. We were in a downstairs basement at co college, which is a community college. Um, back home. That was our pitching coach at the time. Um, and so she was catching somebody else. I hadn't been, I wasn't on the blue doubles yet. I was just throwing to like throw. And I had accidentally thrown a ball behind me. And one of the first things she said to me was like, I don't think you're supposed to do that. And then just starts breaking out laughing. And I'm just like, who is this girl? And then we um, were teammates the next season. And, you know, when my parents couldn't take me to tournaments, I would always stay with their family. And um, we had t- like, we got out of touch for a little bit during our high school careers. But once college hit again, like her and I got right back to where we were. I mean, I spent almost every day during the summer at her house because they live five minutes from me. And, you know, um, I can't say enough great things about that entire family. I mean, they're like my second family. So Wicked. I love that girl so much and I wish her nothing but the best. And I'm glad that we have the friendship that we do. Awesome. 
what a great way to end it. Yeah. Listen, Amber, I can't thank you enough, you know, for taking time out of your busy schedule. And I know it's busy, you know, to come on and have a chat and, you know, talk about your career on the podcast. Well, I appreciate you having me and I, I can't thank you enough. I mean, I had a great time. So awesome. Listen, all the best this season in North Florida. I'm definitely going to be following and watching and and I definitely need to know what you're going to be doing this summer for yourself. So, uh, so do I. So <laughs> as soon as you know, let me know, because I'm going to okay, be watching I this. Will. So again, thanks so much for coming on and all the best. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Amber. Bye. The Rawlings Mantra Fast Pitch Bat helps you bring an elite level of focus, discipline, and power with you to the plate. Craft it with an innovative three-step inner barrel. This bat perfectly balances swing speed and massive pop. The fully reconstructed collar assembly creates the perfect harmony between flex and stiffness and is the number one choice for the Canadian women's national team. So the only question you need to ask yourself, what's your mantra?